Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of No Robes Barred here on the Rogue Opinions Podcasting Feed. I am your host, Scott McLeod, and God, it feels like forever since I did one of these, and even longer since I did one with an actual member of the Rogue Opinions team. But I've got somebody from the team on today, somebody we've not heard from in a long time, because much like fellow Irishman Jordan Devlin went away and transformed into JD McDonald, this man has also been going under a radical name change. The man you formerly knew as Rian is now being called PhD McDougall. <laughs> Welcome to the show, my friend. Oh, that, you work you work so hard on that intro, so I'm just going to give you a clap. Um, despite you meant the fact that you mentioned Jordan Devlin, let's move just, on. Let's move on from him very quickly. <laughs> I just I just wanted to think of a funny reason why you may not might may have been away. So I thought, ah, oh, well. Other Irish person got a random name change. What's we'll it say? He's been away doing a yeah. rebrand. That's so we'll another TV. Took him off know, TV. He's been rebranded. New gimmick. In other words, I've been lazy. Well, now I have. I've been doing a bit of podcasting here and there, but it's slowed down. Um, but yeah, I'm back. Um, I recorded an interview last week. Got the got the whistle wet, and I want to do more <laughs> interviews and I want to do more uh, more podcasts. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm, assuming, I'm assuming this is audio, but I am drinking a fine peroni on this evening because it is very sunny in Ireland. Very nice. Uh, that's basically what I was going to ask right, right off the bat. Basically, where the fuck have you been? Um, where have I been? Um, so when I ran the time I stopped, college was getting very intense. So I was doing a lot of uh, assignments and I was trying to actually pass my degree because. If I told my parents I failed because I was doing a lot of podcasts, then they'd probably kill me. Um, <laughs> and put it in light terms. So no, I was working on hard on my college, and then summer came, and I just wanted to like college is. If anyone has been through college, it is so tiring. It's because you do because if you if you're like myself, and I'm you know those you know that test that says yeah all that stuff where you're extroverted and introverted and mm-hmm. all that yeah. I I I haven't done it in a while, but I'd imagine I'm in like the seventies in terms of, like extroverted. So college. It's heavy because you're mixing work with social life and going out and doing all that sort of stuff that you do when you're my age. Um, so yeah, no, I, I neglected the podcast for a while, but I, I always said I was going to come back, and I just did something. Something came up. So, but no, I, I do want to kind of get it back because it's good for a portfolio for a journalist. So. Yeah. So is that what you were doing for your course? Is that journalism then? That was yeah. I, I'm doing a bachelor's in journalism at level eight in Ireland, which is. Yeah, so I have one more year tomorrow. Next year is my final year. I was about to say tomorrow. Thank God it's not tomorrow. Um, <laughs> I was going to uh, say, like, you neglected the podcast, but so it's the day before you, the day before the final to, to do this. No, I still, have a bit of my, I still have a bit of my summer left. I'm going to see Jamie Webster in Amsterdam in 10 days. Summer is far from over, but college is looming. <laughs> yeah, no, I remember, like, when Rogue Pines started, it was during, like, the summer of 2019, and I was off from, from university. I didn't start back to September, and we were just fired and shit out on a regular basis and then it suddenly came to September and we're like oh god all of a sudden I don't have any time anymore yeah it's just your time just goes away and I mean like you're like I could have sacrificed a couple of nights out to like make podcasts but I was in college mode so <laughs> the idea of going out and getting absolutely hammered or <laughs> or recording sitting down with a microphone from my face as much as I love putting a microphone from my face alcohol wins mm-hmm. but Something you said was interesting. I'm after my heart the uh, the journalism bachelor's degree. That's the same course that I did at university. So Ireland or Scotland, we're we're more alike than we care to admit. We always are. You know, we all hate the English. Um, <laughs> yeah, some of the lads on the podcast aren't going to be happy with that, but it's just true. 
definitely don't like you. <laughs> but no, um, yeah, no, uh, Scotland and Ireland. That that chant went at at the football match when they played each other, and it was like <laughs> we hate England more than you. We hate England more than you outside the stadium. Then it just mashed into we all hate England, and they were all happy. I mean, secretly, you know, you, Sam, uh, female Sam, not uh, mm-hmm. the one, not the Sam that doesn't shut up. And now my friend Paul, who's in a long time. And now my friend Paul is joining, who's also Scottish. Secretly, I've been I've been trying to infiltrate Rugged Pines with other non-English people. Mm, we need a Welsh person. Yeah, we need I've been trying to We must battle back against this overly English podcast. Yeah, we should get a really annoying Northern Irish guy in. <laughs> a, pro, a very Republican one, <laughs> but no, um, no, yeah, no. Uh, I, I've, I've loved being part of Rugged Pins, but I just haven't done as much as I want. But the stuff we have done, I think. I think we've been quality, like me, me you, and Prep. We'll call him Preston. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, we've done quality over quantity. Yeah, I think the last thing we did, the last few things you and I did, were kind of group things with him. Because, you know, when you came on, we did the bit of SmackDown. I did one of your shows, like a takeover show. Mm. But most of the stuff we've done has been done in, like, kind of, trios or kind of group podcasts format and and people may get angry at that because most of the podcasts we did do were like three hours long but that's besides the point (laughs) yeah i've only just i've only just recently heard that it's now being called mcleod overtime because i have a running trend of of going too long but that that was me i I blame all the co-hosts i get entangled with no yeah it's becoming a growing trend had sam you know and i see that i like to think that now that he's not doing smart with me anymore the, the podcast link to go down but my new co-host is Paul from Scott and Paul's Rambling Podcast so it's actually gotten worse if anything like what's, been, I just, what's been the craziest thing said on No Holds Bar? I just wanted to ask oh, I don't no, I'm assuming it's something that Nathan said <laughs> uh, I don't even I can't even remember yeah. let's try and make it now maybe Maybe Liam admitting that he's not as posh as we may all, if we all make him out to be. <laughs> Brilliant. Or I'm nothing like someone, on. nothing like someone debating that they're a lower class than they actually are. <laughs> so I think it's a combination between that and my friend Daniel. I had him on for me SSR, uh, and he talked about his uh, fiance's dad and his like his his today and like working on film sets. Like he had a story involving Michael Keaton or whatever. Or the guy who played Professor, who went on to be Professor Quill in the uh, the first Harry Potter film. So he told some interesting stories from that, like ones that I wasn't expecting to hear. Nice. Some. Yeah, I'm not. I I don't have that many connections, unfortunately. <laughs> not mates or or. Um, I mean, Gavin Bazunu, the Southampton keeper, went to school across the like field there. Um, in like I can see the field there. Like he 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 went. To, uh, he went to that school, so now he's a Premier League keeper and Ireland's best keeper. So that's all we have. Well, well, I think it was I was getting to when I was talking about us doing like group things because when I went on to escape set up this call, it came up your name. It said last chatted one year ago, like over the yeah, year ago. February so that's, month. That's, that's how long. That's, it's that's eighteen since, months. <laughs> that's how long it's been since just you and me doing something one on one. Because uh, I remember you coming in because. Nathan mentioned because you were doing your show and it was part of Project Dits and I had Dits and a few other people from that one. It's kind of this is when I was doing kind of the guest thing on SmackDown and then I heard about you and they're like, oh, we'll get I'll get him in. I panicked. I was worrying mostly about 
don't get his name wrong. You've invited him on the show. Don't fucking get his name wrong. Yeah. No, no, no. You got it right. Um, Alice Coughlin got it right last week as well. So we're on a good roll. Um, yeah. Um, I, I interviewed Tony Depp in a couple of weeks ago, and I don't remember. I think he did okay. He he literally did that. He did an interview with me and Callum from Ringsiders, um, which is who I'm into for now. Uh, he did an interview with them, minding his two kids. He saved his kid from smashing a cup on the ground while answering a question about wrestling, John Moxley. <laughs> it was amazing. Uh, you think my name would, wouldn't be too hard to get wrong, but I got the chance for you to start to be on a, an Impact Media mm. call. Where I got to ask a question to Josh Alexander, <laughs> and I got introduced into the call, and I was introduced as Scott McCloyd by Josh Matthews. Ah, well, Josh Matthews can do one. <laughs> I know. Oh. Uh, and that made matters worse. My microphone took a few, like two or three extra seconds to unmute. But to me, at that point, because it was like going on live, it felt like an eternity that they were just staring at me while while waiting for my microphone to unmute. Um, well, as long as it went well after that. But yeah, yeah, it went well after that. But <laughs> we're all good. It's one of those things in the in the moment. It feels longer than it actually is. Mm. So, yeah, it's some of the, oh, some of those moments are horrible in life. Jesus. I was I was amazed at how quickly you and I kind of like click not to you know pat us both on the back. I mean, I pat you on the back more than myself because you're meant to be the guest and everything. But you know, just because we were just doing a rant about anything, which is right before uh, No Way Out, and we were just shitting on the big show for these multiple heel turns. And everything. Oh yeah, yep. And then the next thing I know, we're arranging for me to be on your NXT show and everything. I'm like, oh, how about this NXT, the Blackpool one? Because I was there. And then I remembered, huh, well, that, that was good, that was good. The rest of it, not as good as I remember. Yeah, no, um, it, it was, it's it's weird. It's it's a mad, like, that. all, all that stuff is part of a really mad, crazy timeline in my life. It's 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 so weird. It's like mm-hmm. from 2020 when the pandemic started, it's, it's crazy. You know, it, it was a very important thing, all, all, all those podcasts and all those stuff for me. Like a very important, a very important time. So no, it was really, really good. Yeah, I, I really... Like all the people that you just met, like randomly on Twitter, it was so weird to be just randomly text someone and not be told to fuck off. It was very, very <laughs> weird because it was like wrestlers were like, you're texting wrestlers and they're like, yeah, we'll do an interview, we'll do an interview. And then you just met up with people and there was just, I didn't like a lot of the big group retweet um, groups. Yeah. Um, I will make an admittance to that. I don't know if you share the same, but I've, I've talked to people in the industry about this, but like the big, like, shared. I feel like sometimes if someone if I, I used to do it a lot, like share it like but like I, I will admit I share things that I didn't listen to. <laughs> yeah. um, and I like I share things that like not that I didn't listen to actively, I just didn't have time to listen to them because podcasts we you know yourself are just so many like like there's a I I I've missed a lot of episodes of my favorite podcast because I've been focusing on other things. And you just you, you can't you don't really go back like it's for some reason I just have a thing about going like some if I like episodes I'll go watch go back and watch them but if they don't if the guest doesn't interest me or the concept doesn't I won't listen to it if you get me so like retweeting blind ones wasn't really I I wouldn't do that now because that's just like it's 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 harming them as well because it's giving them false uh, like false praise as well so that that that's one of the aspects that I didn't like about the whole group the community coming together but all the positive parts of it were very. Good. Yeah, I've been part of that with groups. Everything like make people will share your one, but then they want you to share theirs as well. And sometimes you look at what theirs is, and you're like, I don't really have an interest in, in that. And like, not to be a dick about it, or anything, but no, 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 like, it's not. It's it's it, it's it's completely. It's 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 not a slight on anyone. Mm-hmm. By the way, before before we go, and it's not a slight on anyone. It's just like 
I mean, could you imagine watching or listening to like, especially wrestling podcasts? So I think wrestling podcasts are a thing where if you're looking for a weekly review, you kind of have to pick one. You can't watch them all because I don't want to listen to what happened on Raw five times. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the ones I listen to, like is Grapple. I don't know if you've heard them. The one that I listen to, I, I use their podcast because I, I I subscribe to their Patreon. It's a very good podcast. I just couldn't listen to the the weekend review because they do everything like now in New Japan, so you learn a lot and stuff like that. But they've I, I just couldn't listen to a review of Raw or SmackDown or even AW five times. Yeah, I, I used to be like be really insistent, especially when I when I was doing my own stuff, and then when I was started with Rogue Opinions, that was still a big thing on Twitter. The whole you know follow, and then other people will follow you a bit, but it's really just people try like show that their followers. Oh, like, these are African trains than... are great. The, the African follow trains. Have you seen them? They're just like these trains of just like just people from all over the world just like asking you to follow and then people will get like 10,000 followers from them. I don't know if they still work. Yeah. Like, like on our podcast page he's got all these followers because we do this like follow for follow back but like, like how many of these people are following us back or actually oh. listening how is, it, how is this helping us follow for follow back show? follow for follow back used to like like haunts me because it's exactly what you'd fucking do when you were like 13 years old. Yeah. And people use it as a marketing tool. It's like Lads, they're obviously going to follow you, and then two days later, unfollow you very quietly. Yeah, like it's just some of them are just no. Like, it's it's it, the best form of feedback is when someone says your podcast was good, and that's no other n- no other retweets or likes would. I mean, if my if if a, if a semi famous person like liked or retweeted my podcast, like as in like someone like if a care like because I've had Carrie Silk, I've spoken to Carrie Silicon, which is one of the best things I've ever done. If he retweeted my podcast uh, and then one of my friends came up to me and was like, yeah, that podcast is really good. I really enjoyed it. I'd value the friend's opinion more than I would the retweet from Kerry. Because as much as it's amazing, I don't know if he's listened to it. or But yeah. one of my a friend is coming up to me and being like, yeah, what you did was good. Yeah, especially if it's like, you say like a time, like you're sharing the time that you interviewed a person and they've shared it. Yeah, it's great that they are sharing it because people that follow them might listen to it because... <laughs> Uh, it's it's got them on it, but you know you don't know if the person retweeting is has listened to. Yeah, I always wonder like who's the person that I don't know is listening to my podcast that has like mm-hmm. like because there's got to be someone like for you guys you've done a lot more than me so there's got to be someone like to listen to your podcast that because you've had some pretty big guests on so there's got to be some like six degrees of separation stuff or like someone down the line has watched it and it's pretty famous. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think. Going back to like before you were part of Rogue Opinions and you just came in for, for SmackDown, which it, we thought it was just going to be a one-off, but you were already doing, I, I messaged you through your podcast that you were doing at the time, the, the Hallway Grats podcast there. How long, before you came on to SmackDown, how long had you been doing that show? Uh, I started the uh, Hallway Wrestling Podcast in a very low time for me in 2019. So I believe our first show was like Double or Nothing and the, new, and the Super Juniors were Moxley. Um, the Super Juniors are Moxley debuted and into the G1 mm. that summer 2019 I believe it was yeah so I started that and um, yeah no I, 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 I was coming off some bad depression and so that just okay I should probably should have put like a trigger warning because that's that's very important these days yeah. um, just so people know if, if they want to skip over it they can do that if it yeah and we'll put like a disclaimer in the bio in the bio as well Um but uh, no, like I was going through, like I, I tried to, I had attempted to take my own life, and it was just like a weirdly really weird period of time for me because it was like 
you were just trying to find yourself. And then we were like, let's do a pod. I, I, the funniest thing, I think I've told, I think I've told you this story, but I literally came up to Karen and I was like, let's just do a fucking wrestling podcast. Fuck it. Like, why not? <laughs> There's so many. And he was like, nah, I don't want to do this. And he came back to me and he was like, yeah, let's do it. And we recorded like the first episode on a stack of books. Like, <laughs> like I don't know if you can, you, you're able to see my video. This is an audio podcast, but like 10 of these books, like, <laughs> like, like, like proper thick hardback books but like we didn't really i didn't really structure it properly so there's like small ones at the bottom and big ones at the top and i was like this good and i put my iphone five on it i think i think it was a five and we recorded and then it would take me like three hours of anger and juice pain to like get the files off my phone into a laptop and then upload it and we'd upload it to youtube with shitty thumbnails like the thumbnails are dog shit you can go back and look at them they're absolutely woeful, like beyond belief. I think I spelled the name wrong as well in one of the, the, the in like, I spell a lot of shit wrong and, and for it, it's a horrible product to start. We did like a live show for number mm. three, which is why. <laughs> <laughs> Two episodes in, I thought it was so big, we could do a live <laughs> show and it didn't work whatsoever. And we got like guessing because I was friends with the Alleged Wrestling Podcast. Don't know if you heard of them, but they're, quite a big Irish wrestling podcast that do stuff on Discord. Really, really good stuff. Go check them out. I always bug them. Um, I met them at a wrestling show, OTT, which mm-hmm. in my life has sadly passed me by. Um, but no, um, met them, got inspired, said, let's do a podcast. Um, fourth, uh, fourth episode was an interview with the besties in the world. Or Dan Barry, sorry. Fourth or fifth episode was Dan Barry, and then the sixth episode was besties in the world. Um, and I have since interviewed Dan Barry, for ringsiders mm-hmm. and that was a really cool moment in the canteen of my work and um, with terrible wi-fi but um no yeah no it's been a really mad ride ever since and that the podcast kind of was what got me into wanting to do journalism next year so it's had like a big knock-on effect on my life and it's still fucking and i feel like this knock-on effect is going in my mind right now there's just it's like life isn't as bad as it used to be it's very, but the highs are highs and the lows are lows is for what, what's happening for me right now and that's probably why i haven't podcasted as much because once you come out with something like that, it's not like a continuous thing. It's just you're gonna go up and then you're gonna come very you're gonna come down. Like there's days where I'm really I'm I'm I am having a really good day today. And I think it might be weather dependent and it might be the fact that I'm off work because work yeah. does my head work does my head in. But there is days and the lows are like like I, I, I will tweet through, I'll tweet about it. You see my Twitter. I do like I, I do post on social media about it but i keep that behind like a it's called a private story on snapchat i like to just vent to like people that i know that are listening and care about me um but then yeah no some days are like that and then some days are just amazing like the serotonin highs are are, is just uh, like insane so it's just it's that's how like that that's how the knock-on effect of a podcast has had on my life it's mad And I agree with you about you know, trigger warning for some people because the stuff that you talked about may be difficult for some people to, to hear about, but other people may have gone through similar things. And, you know, that's why yeah, I, I, mean, I, 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 like, we peep the current. I always ask people before they come on here specifically, is there anything you don't want me to ask? Because if the stuff they don't feel comfortable talking about, then fine, I'll, I'll retreat to my questions. I won't go anywhere near it. But, you know, I want people when they come on here to feel to talk about freely whatever it is they feel comfortable talking about. Yeah, and I'll I'll end I'll end it on um obviously I'm a big UFC fan. 
I don't know how much we'll get into that. I don't know what where I don't know if you've got any questions down the line, but let's let's keep them to the end of the line. But like um but I'm a big UFC and boxing fan, probably coming out of the wrestling. I'd love to podcast by UFC. There's a few lads in Rogue that would love to do it and we're trying to get it sorted. Um I think we need to start. I I I'll, 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 we'll start sending messages and get it sorted because I think it's very UFC is on fire right now. Like mm-hmm. UFC is doing very, very well right now. But obviously there's a guy, a scouser called Paddy Pimlet, who is wrestling in the UFC and making a big name for himself. I've never seen someone from Liverpool this big in, in a long time. Like, this guy is, I don't know how much you know about it, Scott, but this guy's getting quite big, isn't he? Yeah, I heard of it. I think I know the, the thing you're talking about because it yeah. was being shared all over social media. People yeah, I know so, yeah, so I want to prefix this by saying Paddy Pimlet has a lot to be apolog- to apologise for. Like, I'm not I'm not glorifying this. this I, I like him as a fighter, but I'm not glorifying this man because he has said some stuff in the past. Uh, particularly to one like UFC flyweight about like not being able to represent England or whatever, and that's just not on. But you can't help but respect someone who did something. He did something after that fight that a lot of celebrities have failed to do with their fame. Like a lot, like ninety nine percent of celebrities. There's very few celebrities who use their platform like Paddy did. So four hours before Paddy's way, and his best friend Ricky killed himself, and he had to go through all the weigh-ins and the press conference and act like everything was grand and then go out and fight and he, when he won he said um, he said a lot of stuff he was like there's a stigma in this world that men can't talk um, he got a call saying his, his, his mate had passed away obviously and he said um, I'd rather let my friend cry on my shoulder than go to his funeral next week and that really struck home with me it's like it, just pick up the phone and talk to someone or talk to your friends or DM someone. Like, my DMs are always open. If anyone is ever listening, I'd not a sense, like, corny as fuck with it. It just has to happen. Someone needs to be, someone needs a chat. They need to have a chat. And it, it will save a shit ton of lives. And that's men and women. I know, I don't like the way that men, um, men's and women's mental health is kind of split up because it's, like, I know it's pre- very prevalent in men, but it's also very prevalent in women as well. So, yeah. Yeah. And, if you don't mind me saying, also, you said you were going to a particular different time with your with your mental health. I was in pre the starting of the the podcast. If you don't mind me asking, was there any was there any case of like a particular event kind of brought it on, or was it just a case of it was a combination? Because with many different people, it can feel like it just happens, or there's a particular thing that kind of leads well, you down a certain path. Yeah, it's it, there's a lot of stuff. It's it, this is such a long, but I'm going to give you the short of it because we're in a good mood today. Um, mm-hmm. But no, um, I was uh, I was born with club foot, so my feet is supposed to be in straight. When you're if you're imagining straight, no one's gonna see this. But I'm on camera, imagine your feet straight. My feet were ninety degrees, so you can imagine that's twelve o'clock. My feet were at nine o'clock. I think yeah, that's probably, that 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 that's the best way to explain it. And I've had a lot of operations and stuff, like wheelchairs, crutches, rehab, all this sort of stuff, and it just brought on this bullying from a young age, and then it went up. Uh, yeah, and then it just kind of snowballs and stuff that's what happens when you if you get it mm-hmm. it snowballs and it stays with you and it's there's so much stuff that goes on that you don't even recognize but there's so much stuff that I'm, i've done to help myself and stuff like this is one of them and i feel like i'm in a good i feel like i'm in a really good place a lot better place than a lot of people are so if you are in a bad place reach out and as we said yeah. no that's yeah yeah totally like that that's a big thing if the even if you don't think you've got somebody you can talk to Odds are you do. There's always somebody who will be there to listen to you. 
Yeah, and, and, and don't focus on social media. Like celebrities are not not like Paddy are people who put up the good side in life. Trust yeah. me, trust me. You are seeing one percent of this celebrity's life on on social media. I, I full belief that one percent of their life is so amazing, but ninety nine percent of it guys is the fucking same as us. Mm-hmm. So they just have a lot more money. I don't have like friends who people can talk to. Also, you're talking to your friend Kieran through the podcast and everything, yeah. wrestling and all sorts. How long have you and Kieran kind of known each other uh, before the suicide? Because also, you really trusted him if you felt he was the person to to do the show with. Yeah. Um. So Kieran, me and Kieran only met each other when we were thirteen. So we started secondary school together. So six years secondary school, first to sixth year. And to be honest, I didn't even know who he was for like four years. Um. Probably like went past him, heard his name, seen him, um, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, wouldn't wouldn't have, wouldn't have been made to him, but he was always grand, like like <laughs> Sam does. He was always fine. I'm sure as I'm walking, and he he gave me a fist bump or something. But no, um, um, yeah. And then in like fourth year, I think we just started. Talk- I don't know how. I I think I came up to him and started talking about wrestling. I don't know. Or he, I I had heard someone in the school talk about wrestling. Uh, and we were talking, and so that I think it was close to the time where the Hardy, where um, someone in our, someone who was a non wrestling fan just spoiled the Hardy Boys returning to WrestleMania 33. Um, and we were very angry, and I saw him being angry, and I was like, Yeah, maybe that's that's a wrestling guy, maybe I'll talk to him. Um, and then that, yeah, it just snowballed from there. We started talking all the time about it. Um, then it bloomed this wonderful podcast that we need to find in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because uh, it's because it's been a while since you guys have kind of have done an episode. I know you said you've been doing a, a lot of stuff, but we have other... been, we we have been talking and we want to come back. But I'm of the consensus that I don't think we want to do weekly wrestling reviews. Yeah, we need to do something else because those are fucking as great as they are. Mm. There's a lot of ways that we can turn aspects of those into segments. Like, like a news and like a news thing where you like just rate it good or bad or something, or you, or you just like just just even just talk about like the five biggest news stories of the day. That'd be a lot more interesting and a lot more digestible than those long review podcasts. Because as I've said, I, I've grown to resent them through doing. Kieran resented them earlier than I did, but I have realized through like a hundred and whatever. How many episodes are we at? I don't know. Did you do that research? Come on, Scott. Tell me how many episodes we're at. You're definitely in the, the triple digits <laughs> from last I checked. Um, I think I am. I think it's 106. This is terrible for me. I 106, 107, something like that. Uh, from I'm looking I'm looking it up just to put my brain at ease. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I mean, 107. So a Crown Jewel review. What happened on that episode, actually? Uh, still sponsored by Manscaped. T-Public are still there. <laughs> Um. Yeah, uh, I don't. I, I forgot that I just stopped writing. <laughs> I stopped writing uh, like intros. <laughs> oh man, four weeks we have finally returned. So I, we made a four week return for one hundred six, then did one hundred seven, and we haven't been back since. Wow. We were talking about Cody Rhodes in the landscape of AEW. Jesus Christ. Yeah. This is well, nothing major has happened with either of those subjects. No, I don't think. I think we just need to do like the ten biggest stories that happened since we like left, <laughs> since we died, or just put, put a title like clickbait people. We came back to life. Like that. We came back to life. 
we were in a coma, me and Kieran together. We were both in a bad car accident and we woke up on <laughs> Cody Rhodes and then he done the like, I haven't seen no wrestling, man. So you haven't been watching much wrestling in now? I have. I've been watching a lot. <laughs> oh, I've been a lot. Uh, anything in particular you've been watching recently? Uh, not AW, not 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 WWE. Sorry, I was meant to say not AW. No, I, I'm 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 an AW guy. I'm very I'm objective. I'm not an AW guy as the way that some people are AW guys, and I'm certainly not as bad as some of the WWE stands. I fucking want to refrain from calling them out by name, but if I get angry, they <laughs> might be called out by name. You know who they are, Scott. Um, I know. <laughs> but no, uh, we don't do that. We don't want them. We don't want them coming after rogue opinions. The poor lads in the chat won't even have a clue what's going on because they're so lapsed from WWE. They'll be like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> Why is he angry? I mean, the Roman Reigns is still champion. Um, but no, um, yeah. No, uh, they're, they are a fruitful bunch. But no, I'm watching a lot of AW. Um, fell asleep in my nana's house trying to watch the Ric Flair's last match. I woke up and I'm fucking glad I went to sleep. Um, <laughs> Jesus, that fella nearly died. Um, when you come to terms with something like that, you're just like, wow, wrestling is really is the carniest thing in the world, isn't it? Um, that man went off his blood thinners. <laughs> and yeah, that, tur- that turned off his pacemaker to fucking fight in this uh, fight. He's a man who somehow thinks that pacemaker is something you can turn off and on again, like a laptop that's stopped working. Or I'm, you know, you know, I'm surprised. I don't think I've ever I've seen anyone say this, but I'm surprised he turned off his blood thinners. I thought yeah. he'd gone his blood as thin as fuck when he cut his <laughs> cut his head open in the first minute and just poured out of his head. I I've been putting off watching the show. I'm gonna watch it eventually. I've been kind of been putting it off, but not to sound morbid or anything. But waking up on the Monday after it happened. I was shocked to go online and not see people talking about the fact that Ric Flair had died. Like, I was convinced he was going to die in the ring. Yeah, man. Um, it's like... Uh, Conrad just put his fucking father-in-law out there. Uh-huh. So, so you can't really say to the organisers, imagine if that was your son. Because it fucking was. <laughs> <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. His And then just bashing fucking Mick Foley and... Uh, Bret Hart by just like not even talking to them when they showed up to watch his funeral is just was just horrible. Like it was just a, like the whole weird like Undertaker just sitting there and Kid Rock obviously being there as well. Scott's after a mutant, so I'm just gonna keep going about this reflection. <laughs> but now yeah, I thought it sorry, was I had, that, sorry, the, the door went I had to go get and the house going off. <laughs> I was um. I was ranting. I mean Kid Rock and like, Kid Rock in the front row, Scott. Like it couldn't have been more America Carney than it than it was. Scott's gone again. I'm gonna keep talking. Um Undertaker was there. Um Charlotte was there. Um there were some good matches. There was I carried the show, don't worry. Um there were some <laughs> good matches on the undercard. But what I was what I was saying before you left Scott was um yeah, uh him sniping uh, uh Hart and my Foley was was a grim watch, especially when Kid Rock got all the love. Nah, no. That man got a goal and sent the front row of fucking Ric Flair's match and fucking SummerSlam in the same weekend. Fuck him. Yeah, and he, um, he yeah, no, fuck him in general because I've, did you ever hear the song that he made during the pandemic about it all being a hoax? I did not, but. That dude, that dude is, that, that Kid Rock is off the loony bend, right? Like, Kid Rock played in that Lib Golf Pro, I'm like, 
He's a Trump boy. And yes, I'm calling out Kid Rock. <laughs> that's what this show is all about, for calling out people like yeah, Kid Rock. I'm calling out Kid Rock because he's a scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There's a moment for you. Fuck Kid Rock. Okay. But you mentioned one or two podcasts all that ago that you're, you've been listening to, but going into like your going into starting your own podcast with Kieran, how much in terms of podcast wrestling or otherwise were you really listening to at that time? Um, mainly alleged wrestling podcast. I was also listening to our weekly show. They always had a weekly live show where you could spy spam chat and still do. Um, their Twitch streams are amazing. Um, I just tell them what I'm having for dinner. Mainly because <laughs> I'm always fried on that fucking show. Um, I need to put a code word in for that, actually. Actually, my parents never listen to my podcast. Um, but yeah, as long as my dad doesn't listen to this episode, we're good. <laughs> but no, uh, no um, yeah, uh, Legend Wrestling Podcast. I mean, I love a lot of podcasts that aren't wrestling. I'm, I'm a big fan of a lot of podcasts that aren't wrestling. So um, I like to keep my podcast to a minimum, but uh, the ones that I enjoy, I will listen to. Any favourites amongst the non-wrestling ones? Um, Logan Paul's podcast, Impulsive. Mm-hmm. He had an episode with Triple H on recently, but now he's... I I have said this before, and every time I try and explain this, people are like... Because I'm, I'm friends with a lot of older people. I think I've tried to explain this in the group chat, um, in the Rogue Opinions group chat, uh, pulling back the current. But Logan Paul is a very, very, very intelligent businessman. And a very... and And... But he is always remembered by people who aren't like my age as someone who did that thing in the suicide first, which is a horrible thing. And he's he's done a that th- that was a heinous thing. But unlike a lot of celebrities, when they fuck up, he's actually dug himself out of the hole and like done a lot of good. And like he's, he he went away and in the boxing obviously saved them. But he's done a lot of stuff and then he's invested. He's done a lot of business stuff. He has changed the person and gets a lot of important guests on and talks about a lot of important issues. So like, I, I very much him 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 at SummerSlam was insane. He's an insane businessman. He's literally sponsoring Arsenal, going to WrestleMania, and then yeah. has a podcast. It's it's him and KSI are like people people in the mainstream need to just start. I know they are, but people in the mainstream need to start like giving these guys their fucking props for their like. Obviously, when they pass away, they'll be fucking remembered. I mean, BBC will have a big like special on him as if he was like like promoted at all by them in mainstream media when he, but when he clearly isn't. But like these two guys are insane businessmen to do what they're doing and like their podcast, uh, True Jordy podcast, Jack Mates Happy Hour, um, it's a very big podcast. I very much like, I like a lot of the, the English YouTuber, just mm-hmm. they get good guests on. They had Eddie Hearn on today, Jack Mates Happy Hour, listen to that. Eddie Hearn's hilarious. Very good. Uh, Listen to Jack Mates. I've listened to his a few times. Uh, his show, I, I listened to it, but on the guest there as well because they had Jack Whitehall's mum and dad on recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had them on recently, but um, but no, yeah. Just what I was, what I, what, like, what I was saying there. Like, I wouldn't be like Logan Paul is a special, special talent, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't be into listening to like. Um, Joe Rogan I, 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 call, I can never oh. get on the Joe Rogan bandwagon unless it was someone I listened to clips I listened to the super cut of uh, Kanye West going insane but it's mm-hmm. it's like a two minute video someone edited it as, as, as if the podcast with Joe Rogan wasn't insane enough someone did like a super edit 
of like Kanye West going insane and Joe Rogan they they edit it it's just brilliant because it's just like he's just like how are you going to take over the free word music and then it's just him mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just like you're just like what the fuck is this but now um apart from like the small clips if you if you, there is podcasts that I watch exclusively through clips uh, like yeah. clips is an amazing phenomenon on YouTube um. I don't listen to it. I don't watch the 30 second ones, but like this whole new thing of advertising your show by putting out like 10 minute excerpts of your thing is just, it's amazing marketing because they, like people will look at it and be like, Oh, listen to this 10 minute story about Jack Whitehall, Jack Whitehall's parents talking about the present that they got, that he got them. And then you're like, Oh, I want to hear more about this podcast and you go and listen to it. Yeah. I think that's like, if, if you're a small, like I, I would advise us to do that as well. Like he's in rogue opinions. Uh, but like, as in like anyone who's doing a podcast, put out small little excerpts of bits that you enjoyed doing in your podcast. Because if you put bits out that you enjoy and hype them up, be like, guess what happened here? Or like, put like a title, like they talk about something weird. Or like, they, you put a quote in from it and then just post that. And people, your numbers will improve as well. I like that idea, but, you know. It's work. We're, we're a bunch of heinous uh, people. Well, it's all, we are some of the most heinous people in the world of podcasting on this show that any 10 minute clip we send out there someone's going to say something in that clip someone's going <laughs> to say something and forgotten about it that or there's going to be like oh there's too much swearing in this or someone's going to say something like yeah, I, just say I just say mostly what i want on these shows mainly because i'm i'm safe in the knowledge that nobody well mostly my mom and dad won't listen yeah. to it but <laughs> yeah we don't want we don't want people hearing about nathan's fetish <laughs> I mean, maybe they've talked about it on the Naked Men podcast. I haven't listened to it in 40 Ooh. episodes or however many they've done. But pium, pium, pium. See, we don't listen to podcasts. Scott doesn't even listen to his friend's podcast. <laughs> Who said me and Nathan were friends? <laughs> but that, the whole foundation of Rogue Pains is built on the fact that he and I are, are mortal enemies, which was started by him, and I've continued it. But... There's like people I know listening to this. I remember like a family party, a cousin I hadn't talked to, and he just came up to me because my mum had told him I was doing podcasts. He went, Oh, I listened to one of your podcasts. And I was like, Oh, I thought it was mental that that was you I was listening to because you're usually, you never used to talk that much. And I met him thinking, like, Well, I have to talk on a podcast. So I don't know, meet him, you freaking idiot. But then <laughs> another, another part of my brain is like, Which podcast did he listen to? Because God knows, I, I do far too many shows. So. God knows what what he what I said on the one he listened to. He never told me what one he actually listened to. Yeah, Nathan, tell us now. <laughs> tell us. Put it in the chat as soon as you listen to this. If you ever listen to this, there's actually not. There's a high unlikely. There's a high likelihood that he won't listen. So, um, <laughs> but yeah. now uh, if you do, tell us. So, yeah, I have no idea where I'm going now. Because now I've just been talking about Nathan and other heinous shit. But, you know, you can, I can't remember, you know, unlike some other people on the show, like, there's a group that joined at the start, then I know people who joined not too long after, and then became came sporadic with people like yourself coming in. So, off the top of my head, I can't exactly remember when you came in. Uh, I, 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 I was the most recent signee to Rugby, I believe. There was a press conference and everything. We had reporters from various corners of Ireland. I don't remember, but I think you asked me to be a part of it. I, think so. I can't remember if it was you, because uh, we were looking for more people who wanted to talk about wrestling because uh, like Nathan has a love-hate relationship with wrestling in the last couple of years, and then the guys who kind of like, like aren't 
but not enough to watch it as regularly as some other people. So it was just a case of like, I, was, I wasn't wanting to do weekly wrestling reviews either, but like we got the retro review, so I occasionally wanted to guess for that or occasional like grapple updates that we used to do where we basically condensed all the big stories and everything that we used to do. So I, I was just looking for people for those kind of shows. And yep. I think you were one of the people I immediately thought of for, for that kind of thing, like you and Preston. I thought oh. that'll be kind of fun. Thank you for boosting my serotonin. You want to talk more about why I was great? <laughs> I could, but you know, I don't want to go into quite no, we'll, we'll do it off air, darling. We'll do it off air. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do it on No Rogue's, uh, no Rogue's part after dark coming soon. Yes. Uh, it's called, what was it called? It was Scott McLeod Overdone. Yes, something yes. like that, apparently. I don't like that that's a thing, but I'm going to have to deal with it. I've made it a thing. You need to run with it. <laughs> but you talked about a lot of mental health a wee while ago, and you kind of were doing a positive thing to, to help give it back and, you know, do something positive and, during the pandemic because you did the, you had the insane idea to do a 12-hour live stream where everyone else could come in and out, but poor Ian was there. Oh, he's on. Drinking Bro, and taking all sorts. Ask about this. Uh, I, I could not talk about this because this was when I failed to win the debate over Preston and had to do. Well, we said it was going to be an article. Inevitably, it turned into on the Judgment Day podcast a couple months ago. I then just did a quick audio version of eight reasons why C. Blackman was better than Kane. Oh yeah, no, I remember that. Yeah, that was just insane. Like, that was one hour of like, I was you. Your one was the one I was shit myself the most about. All I because I was like, how the fuck am I gonna do with these two in an hour? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I had to make sure I put someone who didn't care on <laughs> after you. And I think I did. I don't remember, but no, it was an amazing day. Um, so it's so draining. But to get like fourteen hundred on the one person one was pretty cool. All I. Um, what was your What was your target initially? Oh, seven hundred. Was it seven hundred? I think it was 700. I know you had a relatively like, low target, I think. It, it might have been 800. Then you... Yeah, but that's me. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, an, I'm, an, I'm an extrovert, but I'm also a pessimist. It's, it's, the, worst com- had... it's, it's the fucking worst combination in the world, man. Honestly, <laughs> be, being a fucking extrovert and a, and a pessimist is the worst thing in the world. It's like, to put it mildly, you're like, I really want to go out, but I know I'm going to make a fool of myself. <laughs> Like that, is a, that is a mindset that I go out with on a daily basis. It, my, I, I'm, we weren't joking when we were talking about mental health. It's fucking, it fucks with you, and people don't fucking pay enough attention to it. Government, you need to start doing that. You need to start helping out more mental health charities. If anyone listens to this, I think I, I think you're someone who's, I think you're someone who is a pessimist, but also an introvert. It's like I want to go out, but everywhere I go, I'm scared to say that it's shit. <laughs> yeah, it's just like it's you. I, like I've been. And like the problem is, I cannot stop drinking when I start. I've been on nights out where I've hated it, but I've stayed for the sole reason that it, the night isn't over. Mm-hmm. Like it, it fucks with you sometimes. I've tried to learn. I keep giving myself these pep talks when I'm going. I'm like, a few pints go home, 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 a few pints go home. Good shit. If it's good, stay. And then you go for first ten minutes. You have a shot of tequila, and you're just done. Like. That's it. No, I'm not going home. And you're walking down Camden Street, which is a street in Ireland, at six o'clock in the morning on Paddy's Day. <laughs> With a bruised arsehole. Don't make any jokes. It wasn't for sexual reasons. Fell on a step in a fucking light club. What, what, yeah. what you do 
on whatever street it is on your own time, you know, is your business. But you know, I, I hope that we can do on a step. And speaking of speaking of bruised ourselves, you never know where this is going. But back to the live stream, we're bringing it back, man. That <laughs> hot sauce, that was hot sauce donations. <laughs> fuck me up because I had that hot sauce for the first time in a while, a couple of nights ago. And I remember I took a good couple of bits of that sauce. Um, yeah, and I did an eating challenge. I ate this massive Chinese food like in like an hour, and I I, I ate a decent amount of it. I got beaten, but it's because of fucking Gally. Gally's never going to listen to this, but Gally's my mate, and he just fucking puts food away like a fucking truck. Um, <laughs> but now, um, yeah, like that. I had the hot sauce the other night. I had a hot sauce whiskey shot because I lost a quiz with my mate. We I had a free house. My parents were away. Um, and we were just pissing around, messing around drunk. And um, I took this shot. And the next, I had a bit of food. Next day, I woke up. Oh my God, that, that next half an hour was fucking dreadful. <laughs> Ring of fire. <laughs> the, oh, like, that's the only way I can describe it. That hot sauce is that, the one on hot ones. Another show that I'd like to watch that I haven't watched in a while. That chicken wing show. Um, it's kind of taking it, it's, he's kind of taking this concept. And this concept is, is used a lot at the interviewing concept and just turns it into like a, a wing show and it's very, very good. Um, mm. uh, I know I'm sound like I'm explaining this new thing. It's not new, but it's very good. Yeah. We'll give a prop. But no, yeah. Um, the live stream was mostly good, but to end it on the line with like LJ Cleary and Clayton from like Fight Factory and obviously uh, LJ just debuted on Dynamite. As much as I'm not a fan of the OTT stuff anymore for obvious reasons, seeing LJ on uh, AW Dark was pretty fucking cool because he's actually a good guy. And I understand that people have to make their money and you can't really just give up on your profession when you're this far. And I just don't agree with the company that they work for. That's yeah. a long and the short of it. But seeing him on there and being hit at the end and him just congratulating me. And I was quite emotional. I didn't, I, I don't, I never cry emotional. It's just weird. My granddad's uh, three year anniversary of his death is today. Um, and at that funeral I didn't cry but I was fucking depressed it was very very sad but no like I, I, I people at the end I was like I was like for once can I please cry just to show people because <laughs> <laughs> I want to show people I'm human yeah it's all it's, it's always like you you it's so I always find it weird how different people deal with grief or different people deal with sadness because some people will be pissing themselves laughing but they're fucking really really upset mm-hmm like I'll tell you a story. This is a story. If you want a fucking funny story, I, I the reason I'm thinking about um, uh, people different deal with grief differently, and it's something I've been thinking about for the last couple of days. Because I work in a in a shop and it has a ninety nine machine, and it's very busy when it's hot. And there's three pubs in the area, and um, I was making ice creams this day, and this guy comes in, and he's a young little like a group of kids you know like you know when you have like a few like a the funeral the party out the the like not the party the drinks afterwards where like all the yeah. family goes yeah so there's obviously like loads of kids in the area and they all come over to get like sugar you know because because that's all they eat. um and this 16 year old in a suit he's like a ginger kid oh, i'm assuming he's 16 because i don't think he was drinking he was just very mouthy um 16 year old kid he comes up to the counter and he goes can i get one of them ice creams please i'm doing an accent i'm irish um, and, and and I was like yeah yeah what sauce do you want and I will never forget the Lex fucking sentence that comes out of his mouth he said my auntie just died what would you recommend <laughs> oh no actually, actually it wasn't that it was I've just buried my auntie that's what it was It was I've just buried my auntie what would you recommend I did not know what to say I couldn't say well chocolate <laughs> or 
strawberry because it looks like blood. I, I, I was like, I can't make a joke at this. I just have to stand there and say nothing. I was pissed on myself laughing inside, but I had to stay. I wasn't going to laugh at this 16-year-old auntie dying. But like different people deal with grief differently. This guy just came in and cracked a joke just after he just buried his auntie, as he said. Um, it's crazy how different people deal with grief. And that's just a random thought that came into my head. But and it's saying it ties into like different people deal with emotion in different ways. Like it's it's just a fucking crazy world. But I don't know how we pivoted off to that. But <laughs> from the twelve hour live stream. But uh, yeah, no. Um, everyone who fucking did that live stream was amazing. Like I I don't know how it worked. I, I genuinely I don't know how it worked. It was insane. There was a big group effort, and I, I was very very happy. Um, but like it's just it's. Feels like another. That was no That was in like the summer or late last was, year or something. That was fourteen months ago. Wow. Fuck me! I'm getting old. <laughs> We're all getting old. Like you talk about, oh, I hang out with all older people. Like you, all people to you are older people because you're still, still awaiting to me. Yeah, you know, I'm no, I'm a few I... years older than you. I hang, yeah, I've just gravitated, my life has just gravitated towards older, like, people. It's weird. Because I, I remember... I mean, I mean it's, better, it's better than a gravitating towards younger people. <laughs> I, was but, about to, I was about to say NXT UK, I'm just saying. <laughs> you can cut it if you want. <laughs> you can cut it if you want. No, we, I've, I've made jokes, and other people made jokes on other shows on this feed about Gerald Lawler and varying to younger people, so I think we've said worse on this show, but... Quran, it's no rogues part. Deal yeah, with no it. No rogues part, fuck it. Bunch of rogues ever, but... I remember that, that, the first... that should be your new tagline, deal with it. Yeah, first like, show I did with you, I think it was, or it was one of our early conversations where just as you know, I was starting to get to know you, you offline mentioned that you were like 19 and at the time, and in the back of my head, I was like, oh, and in the back of my head, I'm thinking, like, I fucking hate him. <laughs> I'm, now 20, I'm, I'm now 21. Um, you can confirm it. it. It's being shaved, but I do have a beard. Yes. But you still but, look younger than me. I, I turn 26 next month. Well, I, just got a, uh, I just got a fresh haircut as well. So, <laughs> you know. I'm, I'm assuming you're still somewhat babyish, Luke, is, some, is why you got the name on Twitter, the Manic Genetics forgot. My which look? My babyish look? Well, you can, you still look you still look very young to me. No, the manager I forgot is because of the, because of how crippled I am. I thought everyone got that joke. <laughs> no, I just assumed because how young you. No, are. I was I just like what well, I, I was just like the man that gravity forgot, and I was like ah, I've had I've been in hospital more times than I can count. I would, the I would man that genetics forgot. Screw it. Let's try and put on it, and I did put it on a t-shirt. I would have, I didn't realise that was a connotation. I would have thought like Janet I've gone through all that I means Gen X did did remember you but did not for the reasons you wanted it to. Wow. I'm not changing it to that. Jesus Christ, stuff. That's not even not a name. That, that's a not that, that you know, that just rolls off the tongue, Scott. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see. Hey, that's really your name. I'm just saying I didn't realise it was for the connotations that you explained. <laughs> anyway, we're talking about a fucking live stream a second ago. Yeah. This is chaotic, but yeah, the live stream, because I remember I was keeping in touch because I was on the first couple of hours, I went away because I had stuff to do, and I came back in the evening for the debate. What was the other show you did? Like, at the start, we did some like film reviews, and then I think... Oh, yeah, you the, kind of Whatever the second hour was, I think someone may have pulled it, so I just stuck around to do some BuzzFeed quizzes, 
Oh <laughs> yeah, you did. Oh yeah, the BuzzFeed quizzes. I forgot about those. Was there any memorable BuzzFeed quizzes? I didn't go into the ones. I mean, I could pull up quizzes that just wouldn't like. There's quizzes out there for to find out things that you would never thought you could find out about yourself. There was a. I remember we tried to do the whole friends challenge of trying to like remember all the states and everything. Like we missed out four or whatever it was. Oh yeah, and we did GeoGuessr a bit. I think. Oh, oh no, I did punishment geoguessing with someone else. Jesus Christ, doesn't bring it back a memory. So right in the seat, first... right like this background is fake. Right in the seat was where I did it in, in this room. This room was smelling of Chinese food, sweat, and God knows what else. <laughs> I I remember watching like I watched a little bit of the Life of Valley, the early part of it, and like my dogs coming in at the. St- before, towards the end of my second era because he's wanting he's needing attention because he's not been out yet so I bugger off I come back a few hours later I, I was keeping up to date with what was going on like I was you know watching yeah, like, I, stream and everything I think we hit 900 by the end of the stream I think the other 1400 was somewhere else I don't know I, think, I don't remember what the target was at the end or how much you raised at the end um, let me go did you, did you say like ahead of like the thing you start you'd already got like some sort of donation from someone yeah, we had a few donations beforehand, which was great. Um, but no, I did have a chunk of the work to do, and not a. Uh, I mean, I'm not gonna. Where is this? I'm gonna try. Um, I've got. Have I got the last hour? No, that's the first hour. Holy shit! I'm just watching live reactions of the first hour. Um, is the other bit in it? No, I remember the dynamite watching long. Jesus, memory as well. Um. But now, yeah, now I'm not gonna stall anymore. But now, um, yeah, I think it was it was just wild because you said I had a lot. I I I um made a low um donation target. I thought that was high. I, I genuinely, I I I thought for one person, God, yeah, no, but... I I don't know. But I think Twitter Twitter got behind it a little bit. I think um, I mean, listen, yeah. like people I know on Twitter got behind it, like got a few tweets from someone people that i didn't think i'd get and i was like yeah that's fair enough i remember like when you asked maybe like yeah when i heard you told about it, i thought oh i really wanted to be on that and i was happy you had me on as, as much as i was featured on it like more like because i was on it more than once but i was i was sharing the link i'll try to get other people to, to donate it donate to it so i was like happy to be a part of it because i know you're doing it for a mental health uh, charity do you have any like plans to do like streaming Maybe not for twelve hours, but because by the end of it, you looked you looked just drained. Like you were a shell of who you were with the start of the show. Yeah, man. I mean, all the adrenaline just dies. It's like a boxer getting out of the ring, isn't it? Mm. Um, you hear all that story, you're just like fuck. I, I I have no energy left. I don't know how I did it, but um, uh, streaming. I don't know. I, I, if, I, if I if I if I was, I'd do it on Twitch because YouTube. Doesn't pay mm-hmm. fucking nothing um, anymore. They're a scumbag of a company who just don't pay their creators near what they're worth. I mean, like most of the biggest YouTubers, you know, probably don't get paid from YouTube anymore, which is yeah. crazy um, and kind of an insult. Um, but now, um, probably Twitch. I just don't know. I don't know if I have a unique enough concept or an interesting enough personality to do all that. And I can't stream late at night and be really like loud. Um, and I don't have a real gaming PC or a setup, so unless it's me talking about wrestling in front of my camera, which is not going to get people in, in, invested because there's so many other ones out there. Um, 
Like maybe when I'm older and I go, uh, I mean, if I have money, we're heading into a recession. I can't get a gaming computer. So the answer, sure. <laughs> answer, no. He's, you know, I, for somebody like myself who knows very little about Twitch, just being on that stream, you seem to have a handle on and everything. So I just wanted, wondered if you had any like aspirations to do more oh, of that. You know? I hadn't a fucking clue what I was doing. Oh, like, I don't know how, I don't know how you, I don't know how I pulled it off, but I filled you. Um, it's an indictment on you. Um, <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> I'm messing, but no, I think it's just where I, I'm. 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 I'm speak. I'm most myself. You can keep that in. It's fucking. That's. I always, <laughs> I always do that. Even with my friends, I'm just like. Um, but no. Um, yeah, I believe when I am with good people and I am in a good mood, I am my most authentic self. And I think that was me throughout that whole stream. I think it was just me being me. And that was like really cool. That, 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 that was self validation for me, as well as, as well as, the reason, the main reason I was. It was like a nice little side story that I was doing this after what happened. But my main goal was to help other people because they're they're not getting enough help whatsoever, and it's a disgrace. Yeah, well, you've been you've got a chance to do a lot like through your podcast, like doing the episodes we hear and doing the live stream, getting out of stuff with broken pains and amongst other things and you started doing all this podcast stuff pre-pandemic everything and we needed the live stream we were like a year into you know COVID being a thing I don't know if it was as bad as it had been like at the start but it was still very much a, a thing we were all dealing with and we're, we're all still dealing with it the pandemic yeah. yeah the pandemic was the best thing that ever happened to me I'm sorry I didn't drop me and keep but like the pandemic like I want to put it out there the pandemic was one of the best things that ever happened to me yeah, I was gonna get into you gotta cut through to the long short of where I was getting to because of how how helpful was like doing the podcast and everything like during the pandemic and having this stuff to you know occupy oh, yourself. Man. The pandemic cancelling my exams going to college was the best thing that ever happened to me. Because <laughs> I got the the predicted model. It was the first year they did it. So a first year model predicted what I would get and I wouldn't have got anywhere near what I got. I mean, I'd like to think I would, but like I failed biology and got a really good mark in the predicted grades. Like, <laughs> I, 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 I did my biology exam for the mock. I don't know if you guys do mocks. Do you guys do a mock version of your exam before you do the big one? Yeah, I think we do. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I did a few before my my exams. Yeah, they're a big deal over in Ireland. So like in February, so your leaving cert is in June, and your mocks are in like February, March. But it was the first year I'd booked WXW. I was going to 16 Cara. I went to 16 Cara during a few days before the country shut down for COVID. Um, did a shot with some wrestlers that are no longer with us for heinous reasons that they did, and I regret it every day of my life. Um, but um, no, um, they, yeah, and I did my biology on the day before, and I didn't care, and I got like 21%. Or like, I did it, like, yeah, I did it, like, and I went to do a German oral strategy, and I just, I, I was just so focused on going to WXW and seeing some people. And like, I just failed that exam. So uh, it's crazy. It's crazy how that spiraled. And then, and then, then we, I think I just started. Like, Twitter was, Twitter was huge during the pandemic. Holy, like, Twitter showed up big time during the pandemic. Twitter's my favorite app in the world. And that pandemic time is purely why. It, I, I got so much joy out of Twitter. The, like, it, it, it made, you saw some amazing, you see some amazing stories in there. You see some stuff that should not be on there. But Twitter is, by far the best app in the world. Yeah. So, you know, we all have our own you know, ways of you know, getting getting through it and everything. 
you know, we all had stuff that was cancelled, some that you were thankful for, some people, not so much. Yeah, no. Uh, but no, some, I'm, I'm, I mean, I, I, I've I, sang um, American Pie and Eddie Kingston was just standing there, like, bopping along. <laughs> and then Anthony Green, who became, um, what was his name in NXT? Oh, oh. August Grey. August Grey, yeah. August Grey. Um, yeah, he, he did Ice Ice Baby and it was the best thing I've ever seen. He did The Worm. It was fucking brilliant. So, yeah, no, that was... A, I remember I watched Joe Gacy wrestle and I actually... Him and Anthony Green had a CCW title match just before the pandemic and they were very good. Fucking pandemic happens and now Joe Gacy is... Uh, that. <laughs> fucking Jeez. poor guy. I wonder how much he actually fucking likes that character. I just wanna I wanna put it out there. I wonder how much he actively thinks this is good in his own head. God knows what, what he thinks about that. I yeah, I wonder what, I, I always I always wonder what wrestlers are doing on screen and in comparison to how much they want to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm honestly then there are things you don't realise how much people are hating it. Like Cody Rhodes, like you Oh no, know. yeah, I can see that he hated that. Well, you wouldn't know it when you watch these media interviews where he talks about like, yeah, nobody asked me to do like full days of media dress to start us. I just did that anyway for my for my own sake. <laughs> where where you see his bunch of podcasts and he's like the weekend of SummerSlam and he's going to everyone talking his stardust with the makeup and everything. You're like, oh, yeah, you must- if he if he was talking about Cody as, as Cody, he would just unleash on WWE. <laughs> Probably like. So you never really know like what's going on with, with these wrestlers. But I've got a couple more questions before we before we wrap up. Uh, you talked about your your journalism degree and everything, and you've done some interviews with with wrestlers, and you got one coming out fairly soon with that. Uh, Alex Coughlin. Alex Coughlin. Fucking hell! Why don't I? I almost called him August Gray. Like no, we didn't know where. Yeah, August Gray. No, no. Alex, Alex, Alex Coughlin. Yeah, Alex Coughlin interview is coming out. I did that with Ringsiders. I did a my first solo on Ring, Ringsiders, and it's probably. It. I, I was. I was debating it, but it was genuinely my most enjoyable interview I've ever done. So, what that says to me is you're gonna like it because I feel like if I like an interview, people are gonna. Like it. So, like you've been doing these these interviews, whether on the podcast or through like Ringsiders and everything, and I know you're. You know, you started journalism, like, in the long term, are you hoping to take this, you know, the thing, your journalism, like, qualifications to, like, do more interviews via either ringsiders or is there anywhere else you want to do interviews and is there anybody in the world of, like, wrestling or otherwise that is kind of a dream interview for you? Um, I want to do sports journalism, that's for sure. And if... I want to... so weird. I want to do wrestling interview. I want to do a lot of the wrestling stuff. But... I just want to do it until, like, if an offer comes in and then consider that offer. Because I don't want to, like, wrestling media is is bit of an odd place and not really. <laughs> like, to, if you were, like, I, I always wonder what it would be like to work in the wrestling industry, but it sounds just, I mean, you saw the Sean Ross app and Bill Baddy interaction at StarCast. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. Because, um, I don't know. I mean, I definitely couldn't do WWE journalism. <laughs> You must buy his fucking lump of shite ever. Um, but I think I can do an objective AW review. I'd like to work like I, I I love the grapple guys. I'd love to talk do more podcasts with them. That's something I want to do. I think me and JP were talking a lot about them. Um like small steps. I want to do like small things. I want to do products that I enjoy. See what Kieran wants to do. But I'm into like the golf, I'm into the UFC. I can 
there's a lot of other avenues. I a lot of other things I could write about. I don't know about UFC yet. I think I need to like do more research. Like I, I love the events. I need to do more research to be a journalist. But I could be a guy. I'd be, I'd be. I've written a lot of golf articles, so I think I'll go down that route. And in terms of like, is there anybody out there that like, if it was up to you, it wouldn't be like time or money or whatever, wouldn't be an issue? Like you say, like we can arrange this interview for you. Like you can interview this person. Who would it be? Like, you can um, there's a couple. Um, James Arthur would be number one um, because he. I don't know if you know him. X Factor winner. Know yeah. the name? Heard the who they got? Yeah. He's another. He in the middle of the pandemic, I watched. He went on True Geordie's podcast, and it was an amazing like eye opener. It was him just set, talking to True Geordie because he had done a lot of stuff. He had a fight at One Direction on Twitter, and like he was spiraling, and it was just he just did an interview about how like his life had just gone to complete shit. Like he was, you know, the song "Say You Won't Let Go." Mm-hmm. Yeah, when he wrote wrote that song, he was three hundred thousand dollars in debt, or something like that, or. Or like yeah, like something crazy, um, um, and then he like wrote that song, and then obviously he's now he writes a lot of songs with a lot of meaning in them, and that's why I, I definitely definitely pick him, um, Rory McIlroy, favorite golfer, yeah. Tiger Woods, a lot of golfers, man. There's a lot of golfers that are quite funny now, um, obviously not the live golfer. I probably picked Phil Mickelson just to tell him he's a twat, um. But um, yeah, no, a lot of golfers. There's some, some amazing, like Justin Thomas. No one knows all these names. I'm just putting out names there for me. Um, Max Homa. Um, just some, just some really good, really good golfers. There's so many, like Shane Lowry. I have his glove upstairs signed. He won a big tournament a couple of years ago. But a lot in the golf industry, maybe UFC. Uh, Sugar Sean O'Malley. Um, Paddy Pimblett. Um, not Conor McGregor. Um, <laughs> Who else? Who else do I like? Uh, Kai Car France. Just there's, there's a lot of guys that I wrote, like Alex Volkanovski, big big champ. Charles Oliveira. Um, just, just putting those names out there. Just the biggest UFC stars. I'd love to interview UFC stars, but I know that market is heavily saturated by Ariel Hawani and others. So, <laughs> but yeah, no, those are the names. Gave you a couple. <laughs> just a few, but also. You're you are part of the team, even though like been a while since we've seen you, but you're to me you're still a big part of the team, and we hope to hear more from you on on these airwaves uh, for your mm-hmm. things. Is there anything you know you'd like to see yourself do for Rogue Things, whether it's and stuff, or you know maybe start some stuff on Rogue Things that's not some wrestling stuff, get a chance to talk about some of the other things that you're you're passionate about. Yeah, I'd love to do uh, UFC reviews. I don't remember the name. I, I honestly, I like Ringside. Um, Rogue Opinions was like a, a thing I, I got onto and then it just, it just I, I just I, we, we, me and you recorded a lot but I just never we, ne- we never nothing ever clicked like we didn't get any videos like confirmed apart from the ones that we did um, but I'd love to do a UFC review uh, we do like a month in review on UFC no matter what like like we could like review the biggest events like I, 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 I watch a lot of UFC review shows with a lot of like good UFC review shows so I think I'd like to think that we could get like a good identity there and there's some good segments Um but yeah, no, that's probably my main one. I don't think any of you want to talk about golf with me. I'm yawning just saying the word golf. Um, but yeah, no, UFC probably. Um, and any podcast that is just like, say any, like a really loose idea podcast is brilliant. Like, 
just air, let's just have a let's just have a Christmas special where we all get very very drunk and talk and just release <laughs> and then leave it up for 24 hours we all have to listen to it and see if we need to take it down <laughs> oh yeah because we've had shows like that I mean we've gotten drunk on shows before like me Jimmy and Nathan got drunk because we had to do a watch on King of the Ring 95 because we all were being punished for losing to another podcast and did you review us right after like, I, I might I remember like, we were all getting together to watch over Skate, the 2021 Royal Rumble group of us. And I imagine that's similar to, if you add some alcohol, that's what your suggestion of our Christmas podcast would be like. And there were points during that, that, that you know, watching of Royal Rumble 2021 that I remember like, thank God we're not recording this because <laughs> we've said some heinous shit about some of these beep wrestlers. Yeah, yeah. Let's just hope we don't record. <laughs> Yeah, well, I like I like the idea. You know, there's some ideas we could do. You know, I think we there's a show we've not done in ages called Master Debaters where we all just debate shit. So, ha. sorry, I, I imagine you'd be good on that. Oh wait, what what's the what's the concept? Sorry, I was just laughing at the word masturbate. Master Debaters because we just basically it's, it's usually a three person panel because like one person brings an idea, the other two people debate, it, and then it just goes round the three. Oh and, man, that'd be great. Because I I've crossed some I've crossed some ruckus in the group chat. Pull them back the curtain. <laughs> there's there, there's a rowdy rowdy bunch. I'm 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 coming for you. This is where you get a chance to just play all your vitriol just for your designated yeah, time of arguing. Just like I know you're wrong because fuck you. We may have some. We may look like just your average wrestling fans, but we have some serious <laughs> debates in that group chat. Very intellectual people we all are. Scott doesn't say anything that. in the group chat, I'm just saying, but the rest of them do. <laughs> I, I, it's easier for me just to sit back and just observe. Scott comes in with the odd, okay. <laughs> <laughs> or an agree and a, or a disagree. Or if Nathan's being a twat, he comes in with a bit more. But... Oh yeah, any chance to tell Nathan to fuck off, um, I'm always there for. Just fuck off, full stop. <laughs> yeah, just fuck off. <laughs> Ah, Nathan Greenway, fuck off, and then just leave. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah. yeah. But yeah, this has been really great. It's been great to catch up with you and you know, get yeah, for, for me and for people listening to get to know a little bit more about, about yourself. And we hope it won't be another however many long months gap it will be between hearing your voice again on these lovely airwaves. <laughs> let's, let's hope. Let's really, let, uh, honestly, I need to get it back in the podcast. And I will. But um, until then, I'm a man of mystery still. <laughs> I looks like I live in this apartment in Dundee, but I actually live in Ireland. Yeah, so if you could only see the lovely backdrop that he's got. I'm going to take, oh, it's it's, ch- it's permanent setting. I can't reveal the plot. Now, um, yeah, I've had a very, very good time and I've talked about a lot of stuff. And now uh, I'm going to go finish this beer. Uh, wait, I'll finish, it on, I'll finish it on the stream. Oh, he's going for it. He's going for it. He's settling into the lifestyle, pretending to live in... Thank you very much. I'm drinking the tears of all the WWE stands right now. I mean, you see that... I don't want to get into this, but SummerSlam was fucking excellent, though, if you give it a watch. Cause... I have given, I've, I've given it a bit of a watch. I have a few takeaways. Um, I still don't like a lot of the product. The main event was great, but it's Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns again. Uh, Logan Paul was amazing. That's 
just insane what he did, and he's going to go very far. Um, on the same week that he signed a deal to be the official hydration beverage of Arsenal Football Club, that's depressing as a human being to know that someone knew that in a week. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, but now um, Pat McAfee still, I love his show and I love him as a wrestler. Um, but other than that, oh, other than that, there's only so much you can do with the same toys. There's a lot of very, very good toys in there. Triple H might bring some more of them out. But there's still a lot of absolute, just nothing that I'm not in. That I, that I, that, no, it's it's going to take a fucking lot to get me back into watching a weekly Scott. I won't like Well, the well, only thing I'll tell you what Big Trips does with it. But for those who aren't weren't listening properly when you've mentioned it already, please feel free to plug your social media, your podcast, anything else that you're doing, your interviews. Uh, let people know where they can hear you. Um, don't follow me, but you can find me on Instagram at marinoctor underscore one seven two one. Um, I went private a couple of weeks ago. Got out of my horror phase. Um, <laughs> but um, marine underscore no underscore numbers on Twitter. Hallway Graphs Pod on YouTube. I'm sure it'll be up there. I don't know. Wait, I think it's the Hallway Wrestling Podcast. It's Hallway Graphs Pod on Twitter, but that Twitter account. I, I I'm not logged into that Twitter account right now. Full disclosure. Um. God knows how long since I tweeted. Um, but yeah, no, catch most. Uh, honestly, I love the Ringsiders boys. I actually went over the hole at the start of, start of the July. Met the boys for the first time. They are amazing. Uh, Callum let me stay on his couch. Callum endured me having a bath listening to um, Man, I Feel Like a Woman by Shania Twain. Um, and he's an amazing, amazing human being. So go to Ringsiders. Look at all their interviews. They just brought out a SummerSlam review with John Draper. Uh, they've interviewed so many people. I've interviewed Tony Deppin with them. I've interviewed uh, so like I've interviewed just some crazy people on there that have just like I was like I thought I was interviewing people and but no, these guys are interviewing like everybody. And uh, Kerry Silicon is a regular guest, so former owner of Ring of Honor. Go over and check out all that content. It's Ringsiders Wrestling on Twitter, not just Ringsiders underscore actually, and then Ringsiders Wrestling on YouTube. And not to be confused with Ringside News because they are pricks. <laughs> yeah, definitely do not make that confusion. But thank you once again to Rain for being on. You can catch other podcasts that Rain's been on on this podcast as well as past episodes of SmackDown, No Rose Bar, Naked Men. You know, you say you don't know if you can get a golden I've left early for a couple on a couple quick disclosure, but uh, yeah, feel free to um, turn off the podcast when I leave um, if it gets boring. But um, I don't think it does. I mean, you say you don't think you can get people for a golf podcast. Like Garl and Nathan somehow have managed to do a few episodes of a fucking tennis podcast, and I have the same amount of interest in both of those. Sports oh and- man, you just fucking clicked my electric spark. I want them to watch a golf event for a week. Just one week and then review it afterwards and fucking get their opinions. Or just I, I, I actually that's actually an idea. I'm fucking planting that in their head. Like <laughs> I wanna see Nathan talk about golf. That would be hilarious. The seeds are being planted here as we speak. You can also follow the podcast at Rogan Square Pings. We're on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor, wherever you choose to get your podcast, please give us a like, rating, review on your chosen platform. You can get me at Scotland Cloud nineteen ninety six. Uh Follow us on Twitter. Not, not. Don't follow us home. It's uh, a rule for life. Thank you once again and, for tuning and, in. And remember, if you're feeling down, talk to someone. It's the Absolutely. best thing you'll ever do in your life. Absolutely.
Goodbye, everyone. So bye-bye, Miss American Pie. Drove my Chevy to the levee, but the levee was dry. And them good old boys were drinking whiskey and rye, singing, this'll be the day that I die. This'll be the day that I die. Did you write the book of love and do you have faith in God above? If the Bible tells you so. Dancing in the gym You both kicked off your shoes